it's Mets Wrap 360. Spoiler alert, player of the week, Curtis Granderson. Mets Wrap 360 starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, that's right. Come on. We're going to sing. Who uh, we have the word? Cover it with chocolate and a miracle or two or three. The Grandy Man can. The Grandy Man can. That's right, the Grandy Man can. Usually not a big proponent of nicknames created by New York Yankees radio broadcaster John Sterling. But the Grandy Man, you can't not love the Grandy Man. So, of course, late last night uh, when the Mets had a uh, walk-off 12th inning win, I'm like, I completely scrapped the rundown I wrote for the show. And I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> We need the Grandy Man because nice. he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. Welcome to Mets Rap 360. I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. To my left, the other side of the desk, Andrea Fasano at Andy Fasano. That was a nice little change up. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, I love Meet Still the Mets. Still as bubbly I, and fun. I and... love Disco Meet yeah. the Mets that we rolled out last <laughs> week. We'll probably hear it next week. Uh, but I was just like, great to, you know, have a little a little Grandy Man. I liked it. And uh, Melissa can't be here because she used this show as a tool to surprise her mom for a, uh, a surprise birthday trip. How sweet. Her mom was exasperated that I was in on it. But uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Mama Llama. Aww. Anyway. Uh, this is actually I've I've seen Andrea more recently than uh, last Sunday's show. <laughs> Andrea came by uh, the Tomorrow Show, which yes. I do with uh, our fearless leader Kevin Undergaro. Uh, if you are interested in the show, go to thetomorrowshow.com. Uh, there's a couple of photos that uh, we'll sprinkle in uh, out there for the viewers on YouTube. Um, and while those are getting loaded up, I should always <laughs> point out: follow us on Twitter at. ABTV Mets and like, rate, comment, all that good stuff on iTunes. That'll always help because that way you can find our Mets podcast over mm-hmm. all the others. And YouTube. But, and YouTube, yeah, definitely. So uh, we there have a great is. photo, uh, myself and Andrea, and then that's uh, that's Stephen Helmkamp, whom I do Trump versus Hillary. Tuesdays, 7 Pacific on AfterBuzz, where we cover the election. And, uh, yeah, two of the three AfterBuzzers that we had on the show were uh, handpicked by me. So I have a real eye for talent. That's a great one because you get to show off the boots. I love that. Love those Star Trek boots. And And I have to say, I was going to say, you clearly do pick the best people to be your co-hosts. Uh, absolutely. Because, I mean, obviously. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> I mean obviously. And Steven's awesome. I got to meet yeah, him the Steven's first time great. that night. Um, really quality human being. Yeah, and, you know, Kevin kind of, he did what he calls his uh, Hollywood, Hollywood career, career coach. <laughs> and he gave you a little bit of advice. Yeah, it was, um, it was a lot of fun. It was great. It was great to have you there. It seemed like a lot of fun. Um, there... There was one moment though that uh, that made me a little worried. Oh, um, Zach, you let me know when when we can play it. No, I, I just wasn't sure. there's 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 one thing where I was just like in the booth and I was like, wait, really? Um, so I'm a little nervous. You should be a little nervous. I didn't even watch this back yet. Um, yeah, I think the sports this thing it. has always right just been this. there, and you know, even with AfterBuzz getting involved now with boxing with jared and doing the mets 360 show with um christian, christian. no and idea who you do the mets show with, with. No, that literally nice no idea and look, i know that that was a so split second back up, so you thank, thank you zach we don't need it. no it was a split second but in the booth it felt like an eternity it's like oh yeah the boxing show with jared which you haven't done in like a month and then you're like and the mets show with um 
Oh, God, what's, what's that guy's name? name? What is his uh, name? Melissa's there, He's obviously. He's really fun. He sits at the other end of the table. Yeah. Uh, so, can I, I, I took that a little you? personally, okay. but uh, can that's I tell all right. You what thank, went you for, thank you for pulling <laughs> eight seconds amazing. of video, Zach. I really yeah, appreciate Zach, it. Zach, thanks for that, buddy, because <laughs> you were also there that night. I have oh, to God. tell you two things. One, I understand how that appears, right? Because in the moment, even your name was coming up, but I think I was jumping ahead to past what, that what I was going to say, right. and it and my was name just wasn't important. It's hilarious okay. <laughs> that I was getting there and they just jumped all over me. I mean, yeah. clearly, I, yeah. yeah, I was like didn't even have a second. I know. But the funnier part is that in that after second, I go, Christian's gonna die. That I just like, he, like <laughs> so you seemed, actually realized it. It yeah. seems like I forgot your I name, but I was really just processing what yeah. else I was going to say, and I was like, <laughs> oh my, oh my god, he he thinks that I l- like Jared better. Like that's okay. what you definitely. Now, I thought. didn't think that until you just said it because it's not possible <laughs> for anyone to like Jared better. Aww. Which, by the way, if you're a boxing fan, Jared Gilkerson, I'll give a plug. Yep. An hour before our show, four ten Pacific time, he does a the Afterbuzz boxing show. Um, I was in the chat room over there, kind of making a ruckus. I wanted to see if he wanted to talk about the uh, Clubber Lang Apollo Creed fight from Rocky Three. He did not, <laughs> but uh, we did talk a little Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. Anyway. All that stuff was aside, uh, but uh, it was great to have you up there. It, it was seems like fun. you got some great advice. And uh, if anybody wants to, <laughs> that uh, is hilarious. And watch, you're both great. And watch... I'm glad that both of you were there. So <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to watch a, a fun, different kind of show, you can go to thetomorrowshow.com. It's also on iTunes, and uh, we have a lot of fun up there. But what was also fun this week? <laughs> the New York Mets. Yes. Um, we're going to talk about the week in a second. There was some bad news though. Mm-hmm. Jacob Degrom was supposed to start today. We're very excited to have him back. But he got scratched, and he's going to miss the rest of the season. Probably going to have nerve surgery uh, in his right elbow. So that doesn't sound good, considering that he's already had uh, Tommy John surgery under his belt. Mm-hmm. Not literally under his belt, because that's not where you get Tommy <laughs> nope. John surgery. Uh, but So that's a bit of a setback. But at the same time, it's you know there have been so many setbacks that it's almost like you just go well, like, oh, one more. Well, yeah, you know, what next? Well, the problem is that it obviously comes at a bad time being that the Mets have turned it around the last few weeks, yeah. which is a nice run. You know, on Saturday, they were, what, 10 games over 500, which was the high highest of the season yeah and they're so, 11 games over 500 today no, right and that so yeah they the last two days they've uh they set a record and then they broke the record today mm-hmm. so yeah 11 games over 500 which is great you know but this then is, you're losing this one is of the your time major to be hot guys. and they have the they have the best record uh since uh i don't know the best record i forget how many games it was now i think it was like 27 and 9 or something mm. it's it's like a Maybe seventeen and nine, but whatever it is, it's it's a great record, and nobody has a better record in the last like month. So they're putting it all together at the right time. Now you felt good at the idea that you're going to slide Degrom back into the rotation, and you know he'll at least be you know a reasonable facsimile of himself, and that'll be great. <laughs> We're still hoping for Stephen Matz, Long Island boy. Yeah, uh, allegedly could start this week. We'll have to see if that actually happens. But uh, I mean, getting. Even one of the two back, and now there's the you know, best case scenario is only getting Stephen Matz back. So I, I think, look, these these rookie pitchers, these you know sudden surprise call ups like Gabriel and Noah today, it, it, they've pitched well, even when they've lost. Everybody except Montero who pitched like garbage, <laughs> but everyone else has pitched so well and you know really exceeded all expectations. You hope that we haven't hit the ceiling with them and that they have more good starts in them. But you'll just feel a lot better about all of it if you can get 
a couple starts out of Steven Matz down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Stretch. But I don't know. I mean, if you were one of the one of the Mets uh, starters like, you know, Gesellman or, you know, any of these guys, would you just feel like the fact that you're winning is like, you know what, I can go out there, I can do it. Is that you feel like that's a good confidence boost, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, wh- what do you mean as far as DeGrom like if you're on, leaving? Yeah, or? Yeah, no, no, so without DeGrom being there, you're like, okay, we're playing really well. would have been nice to have him, but we can do it without him. I, you know? I think so. Yeah. I absolutely think so, and that's why I don't think it's that bad. Obviously, it's a bad time, like we said. It, they've been winning. They've been on a really good streak. But it's not like where midseason, we're yeah. losing 10 players at a time, one to three literally every day. Yeah. And so DeGrom being a major part of it, of course, but I think that because he's one guy and we've had a really good, like, you know, go of it of everybody else coming back and being healthy and a little bit of a groove, that I think it will be okay still. Yeah. I think there's a very good chance that it won't have a huge impact. Yeah, and look, uh, a couple guys who didn't really make an impact in today's game, but they were both in the game. Uh, Lucas Duda, who I mm-hmm. had heard we were not going to see anymore this year. For him to come back. Very excited that he was back because he hadn't been in a game since May 20th. And there's no more minor league season. So he wasn't able to get a rehab start. So he was in the game and, you know, it, it was fine. He played first base for a little bit. Didn't, uh, you know, didn't hurt himself grounding a, a ball or two, which even when he was healthy, he might have hurt himself on a couple <laughs> of those balls. Uh, and it was smart to pinch hit in, in a big spot with the bases loaded. It, it didn't work out, but it was good to see him and it was good to have Ligaris in <clears throat> for defense in the ninth. I just, it was just good to see these guys coming back. So you feel like there's, you know, just sort of good vibes all around. Yeah. Got to see Nimmo today. I, you know? I'm so glad you brought him up because do you remember a time where we were like, it has to be Conforto or Nimmo? Like, yeah. it can't be both. And there was both. And I've said since that time that why not? They're well, both doing well. Like, you and know. It does, and, and look, I know how much money he makes, but Jay Bruce has really not contributed since the, the trade. And yeah, switching out for him today made perfect sense. Yeah. And I think that that's something that Terry needs to be a little bit more willing to do is, you know, you don't leave Jay Bruce in. You know, if, if his spot comes up in, in a crucial spot, depending on how many outs there are, you know what? You're going to go ahead and put... Put in somebody, whoever your best chance is. If Kelly Johnson's on the bench, you use him. Yeah, and then you shuffle around. You always use your him. guy. You always <laughs> use uh, Andrea's guy. So I felt. Uh, I, I, look, I feel like it's uh, it's great because you're getting to see Conforto. Conforto had two RBI today, which is great. Mm-hmm. Nimmo had a smile that lit up the whole stadium today. That's all that really matters. Well, he's young. He just wants yeah. it. He's thirsty. So no matter yeah. what, he's going to give it his all. And by the way, uh, speaking of minor leagues, I'm wearing my uh, Las Vegas 51 shirt today. For those watching. Um, Uh, on YouTube, and that's because so many Mets that are currently on the roster at some point this season were in the 51s roster, Hmm. uh, and they've been in a 51s uniform, so I felt like (laughs) today was the day to represent because, you know, we had uh, Yanoa pitching, and, you know, he really hadn't started at the major league level, so he was like a a true, uh, true and true, he was a a, a Las Vegas 51, and it's a a fun ballpark, I've had a good time there, but even, uh, you know, even Reyes uh, was in the 51s uniform, you know, as he was sort of making his initial surge to the the, the big club. So it's funny to think <laughs> about if I, we looked at the roster today, including mm-hmm. people who came in and double switches and pinch runners, how many didn't have the 51s uniform at some point today? 
And um, I, I, you know what, Addison Reed and Familia weren't in the game today. So uh, those are the two guys that immediately come to mind. Uh, everybody else pretty much is, is a 51s. And it's funny, all this talent on the 51s, you'd think that they would have made the AAA playoffs, but yeah. they didn't. Anyway. Well, you're right, especially this season, how many people alone have been brought up, Yeah. right, from yeah. the 51s? Yeah, I mean, if you just look around, you look around the diamond when the game ended, you know, there, there were just so many, <laughs> you know what, the yeah. pitcher, which was a joke that Melissa and I did like a few times <laughs> in one of the shows you weren't here. You know what? You I know don't, what? you know, I don't, you know anything about him. But anyway, um, anyway, so we're going to get to the week in review now. Okay. And before we get to that, uh, Richard Hurley, biggest Our fan of, of ABTV Mets uh, on Twitter and the show. But uh, we understand that he's watching the Emmys and then he'll watch us after. <laughs> That's all right. You know, I, I'm going to go home and I'll watch with my wife. But uh, I needed to talk Mets first. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Richard. Yes, always. Uh, all right. So the uh, week did not start well. Monday at Even 8 though to I one... thought it did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Andrea was up in Encino for the Tomorrow Show with me, so she right. didn't realize there was a game that night. I just stopped checking the score because I was occupied. it was, you know, it was a game at the Nationals. Mets lost eight to one. It was just an old-fashioned beatdown. That's why I didn't know. Yeah, because I was like, no, there was, they're losing. There was, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, there were no good vibes on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Montero pitched like garbage, and we won't see him start again. I don't know if he's, you know, he'll probably come in and mop up one way or the other before the end of the season. Whether the you know if the Mets have like a big lead or they're you know down eight runs again, uh, but I can't imagine we're going to see him again. They'll they'll figure it out. So not much to say about that. Tuesday had the chance to definitely be um, kind of one of those heartbreak games because they they had a, they had a lead. It was three to one, and Familia came in and he blew a save and he went a whole year without blowing saves. That but was a it seems rough like he's inning. about. Once a week, every two weeks, he blows the save now. So. Really rough. But, you know, that, that, that felt terrible. But TJ Rivera saves the day because off of a great closer, Melanson, the Nats closer who had been with the Pirates for the uh, last couple of years, he's great. And TJ Rivera's like, no, no, I got this. So he got the home run, and it all worked out. And That was uh, his first, right? Yeah. He, uh, he had a second today. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that was great. And it was just one of those things where you feel like, you know what? They can come back from adversity. Earlier in the season, you definitely didn't feel that way. Once mm-hmm. they were down, they were down. That oh, for was sure. It. And that was just, you know, to win an extra innings like that, and they do it again, which we'll talk about a little later in the week. I know it was just a great feeling. Um, and I think that the fact, you know, look, the, the Nats aren't playing out the string. They do want to try and get a home field advantage. They want to have the best record in the National League so that they can face the wild card. They're probably not going to catch the Cubs because I think they're, uh, after losing today, I think they're like eight behind the Cubs. So it'll be hard. But they still want to win these games. So getting one game out of them was great. And it's hard to really be too critical on the Wednesday game. They lost one to nothing. Salas came in. He gave up one run. Kesselman had pitched incredibly. And the Mets just couldn't get any offense going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't really blame the pitching on that. And again, it was a one nothing loss. Right. Literally the definition of a tough luck loss. Mm-hmm. Because you're just like, all right. And it was weird because you didn't feel like the intensity of like, oh my God, they needed that game because you're not chasing the Nationals. You know, there was this, well, Melissa's, you know, God love her, hugely optimistic before this week. I'm, that's she exactly was, where she my was, mind just Yeah, went. she was like, well, you know, they're not that far back. 
they are that far back, and they're not <laughs> playing them again. So, you know, it, it was a nice dream, but we're going to talk a lot about the wild card. Uh, one is huge. Grabbing yeah. one is huge. Getting that one game is and good. And being so close. And, yeah, and you didn't play badly in the third game. Because, again, that comes to how you feel as a player in a team that you're you're not getting shut out. If it was another 8-1 to one game... That's a totally different yeah. series. Yeah. So and, and you know, think about how worn out the bullpen is, yep. and you know, just how tired guys are to stand mm-hmm. out there in the field. So yes, they did lose two games in that series, and they lost the wide majority of games against the Nationals this year. But you felt okay after that. There was the off day on Thursday. Always good to get the off day. We, yes. don't have, we only have one more the rest of the regular season, mm. and it's not this week ahead. So uh, it's good. Catch your breath. The players catch their breath. They had an off day at home, you know, so, you know, it's not an off day on the road where, in theory, you could get into more trouble. <laughs> but um, so Friday was it was just a solid, the, like, if you drew out blueprints for how to win a game, put Bartolo Colon on the mound, give him three runs, Familia in the ninth for his 49th save. Reyes and Cabrera had home runs back-to-back. Not the first time we've seen that in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, another RBI by Cespedes. It was literally all you needed, uh, you know, three to one, three, sorry, three nothing. And that was great. It was just like, okay, you're starting the series off against the Twins, the worst team in baseball <laughs> who's probably going to lose 100 games. So, you know, if, it just would have been a bad feeling for probably the guys in the clubhouse yeah. if you're playing a bad team, which the Mets have played bad teams and lost that first game. And you're just like, I don't even know how you did that. But so you don't have anything to overcome. But then you feel like just across the board, last night, Saturday night's win had to be an incredible feeling mm-hmm. because it took 12 innings. They won 3-2. to two, But Irvin Santana, former Angels pitcher, was pitching for the Twins. He wasn't unhittable, but he was barely hittable. He'd get, him, he'd get into minor jams, get out of it without any trouble. And, you know, Lugo, to his credit... He, Seth Lugo, got out of a bunch of jams that he created, and, you know, the game was close. And the fact that he was able to, sure, he made the jams, he made the problems, but he's able to get himself out of the problems. Uh, that was huge credit to him. So, you know, the game ends up being tied one-to-one, headed into the 11th, you know. It's already a long night. And Byron Buxton for the Twins, you're like, who? <laughs> Byron Buxton? That... I don't know. That just seems like, you know, some member from the House of Lords that you know, you're reading about <laughs> Parliament. <laughs> Lord Buxton. <laughs> Something like that. He hits a home run off, of course, Hansel Robles. And I definitely uttered an expletive. I was in the car listening on the radio and I heard that. And like, I don't know who Byron Buxton is. <laughs> I can't believe he's going to beat us in this game. So you get to the bottom of the 11th. Grandy Man hits a home run right away. And it actually kind of seemed like it was... Not necessarily out right away, but uh, you rewind the tape and you're like, oh yeah, that was out. But again, I was listening. And you're like, well, great. So, you know, you're down a little bit and then boom. Now, they definitely had an opportunity to win it there in the bottom of the 11th. But that didn't really slow them down. Because Granderson hits another home run in the, actually with two outs in the 12th. And, uh, you know, it looked like it could have been a long night. Granderson's like, don't worry about it. I got this. And that's why today's show is sponsored by the Grandy Man, because he mixes it with love and makes the world taste I good. I love it. So, look, it was a great game. It was, uh, you know, it, there there were those two home runs from Granderson that, you know, really, it just shows that this team 
when they're down, they're not out. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, you really felt when they weren't even necessarily down, but you know, when things started to not go their way, you felt like everybody just kind of put their hands up and were like, "Can we forfeit the game right now?" Yes. You know? And uh, it was just it was so great many to see. times. <laughs> we've talked about it on the over show over and over. So and it was great. We've to talked see. about Granderson too, being the guy that's always just. Uh, He's just so stable. He's so consistent, and he, you know, he's you're you know that no matter what, he's never gonna be the one that's down and out. Yeah, he's gonna put up his best everything. Look, if you look at his numbers for the year, you would think that this is a guy who's old and doesn't have it in, right. in him anymore. He's probably not trying. No, he has he's terrible so numbers. Yes. But he tries so hard, and he especially he had you know atrocious numbers with runners in scoring position until last week and just for him to have two home runs in a game is like you know the fact that somebody different every night can kind of boost yes. you up you know it wasn't a, a week for Reyes and yes wasn't. for people on YouTube <laughs> I'm holding up the Cabareas right now we will drink it soon don't worry it's uh it's been a good luck charm as has the cape by the yes, way yes we got Andrea's wait. cape right here right now with her phones on it but uh ever since you uh, won this cape at the the boardwalk or whatever it's uh it's been a good luck charm so we're going to go ahead and keep it there yes. and the Cabareas is going to remain closed you know we start to this is the point where we start to get a little stupid. A bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. But it makes sense. That's what, yeah. that's what we so do. So let's talk about today's fans. game pretty quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, this was another one of those times where there were so many opportunities for the Mets to score an obscene amount of runs. Mm-hmm. Especially bottom of the first, bases loaded, nobody out. And uh, Travis Darno, <laughs> what a terrible... Just bad luck. I, I kind of like the guy just because I was very fond of him last year. Just bad luck to hit into that double play, and you're just like, well, that's over. So you just you f- you feel bad when stuff like that happens. But then they had the bases loaded again in the sixth, and they didn't get anything out of it. And so this guy Gibson, who's pitching for the Twins, he's not pitching well. Uh, you know, is actually pitching pretty well, but he only is in for four and two thirds innings, so he didn't qualify for the win. And the way that the Twins kind of went on the attack on the bullpen, you're like, well, you know, maybe he could have at least gotten one more batter. And that was one of those things that I was just, I, I've learned. I, I just take a deep breath, <laughs> hold it in. Let's see how the game ends you're before like, I let my head explode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I was just like, if this is how they lose the game, because he didn't let the guy who should qualify you know, he had 70-some-odd pitches, and yes, he wasn't going to be a starter. It was a little bit of a surprise he was going to start. But, you know, uh, eh, you know, uh, you pitched well. So, uh, you didn't get the win, though, unfortunately. Uh, Eric Adele got the win, and, you know, it was a, it was a good spot that he came in, but uh, I don't know if he deserved a win. But... TJ Rivera. That's so weird how that works. Yeah. Oh, uh, the say the the win rules are are very archaic, and every once in a while you can appeal, and it gets changed as to who actually gets credited with the win. It's just like sometimes they'll change the scoring and whether or not something was a base hit or an error. I don't know. They should just know when it happens. Yeah. It'd be easier to just get it right the first time, yeah. wouldn't it? Easy for me to say. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so another home run for uh, TJ Rivera, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, two RBI from Conforto, and that's the extent of the Mets pitch or the Mets uh, offense today. But it, it turned out to be enough, just barely enough, but it was enough, and it was great because you could tell that Terry didn't want to use Addison Reed or Yuri's uh, Familia in this game. Just a lot of the you know all the regulars were really off. Got a couple in as pinch hitters, but. 
he really wanted everybody to kind of take a break because they don't have another off day for like 10 days. So let's give those guys a break, see if we can win with the B squad, and they managed to. So I guess this is not the player of the week, but the player of today's game was Jerry Blevins because he came in for a four-out save, and he's he hadn't had a save in the major leagues in I think like five years. This week he had two. So mm-hmm. it's great that uh, you have a guy like that who is capable in the bullpen. And you know what Jerry did this week? Dyed his hair blonde, just like <laughs> Reyes and Cabrera. Uh, and all of a sudden, he's got two saves. So if the rest of the guys on the team, you know, would actually take the time. And they talked about during the broadcast, I think, last night, that if they had swept the Cardinals about a month ago, they everybody on the team was going to bleach their hair. Really? And I think that there were probably a couple guys who, you know, coughed up the game so they didn't have to do it. No, I'm kidding. Cabrera, I just can't even look at him. I'm no, like, he had an amazing uh, catch today, yeah. the grab, and I was like, just keep turned around. Yeah. Like, don't look at me. Yeah, don't, don't look at the TV. Just don't look at me. Just stay that way. So look, it, it was a huge win, and uh, there are 11 games over 500, like we said before, and, you know, they needed to sweep the Twins this week, and there yes, are a lot of those... You know, as Keith Hernandez calls, second division teams that they've been paired up against where you're like, well, they need to sweep them and sometimes they only win one game. But this was the time where they needed to do it and they actually did. And the reason why that's important. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, keep going. The reason why that was important is because up in San Francisco, the two other teams in the wildcard mix, the Giants and the Cardinals, were actually playing each other. So the way it ended today the Mets actually have a one-game lead as mm-hmm. the first wild card. They're one-game lead over San Francisco, two games up on the Cardinals. Now, there's something to have been said for if the Giants had beat up on the Cardinals, that probably would have pushed them far enough down out of contention. You know, they would probably they would have been five games back today. But that's not what happened. It was sort of one of those situations where whatever happened, as long as the Mets won, it was going to be good for them. Mm-hmm. So they actually jumped over San Francisco for now. Which is great. And the thing about this now is that the Giants have to play the Dodgers the next I'm going games. tomorrow. You're going to be I there. I was like, I'm ready to jump in because I, I think the Dodgers are going to win, but I and I hope for our sake for the, here. Yeah, for yeah, the, yeah, the Mets' sake, sake, at this point, we want to see the Dodgers. Because they're going to play the Dodgers six more times before the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And you feel like they should be able to... I don't know, the Dodgers, you know, they uh, their bullpen has been just as bad as the Giants, as I saw in Arizona. I actually don't know what the final was in the game, but they you know, they came back and then immediately gave the lead back. So it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how they match up, but that's good for the Mets if, they, uh, if the Giants get beat up by the Dodgers. Yeah, in the series. Yeah, and then the Giants are going to play the Padres, so you feel like they're going to at least win two out of three over the weekend. So the Mets really have to keep the pedal to the metal. The Cardinals are going to play the Rockies the next few days, which it's at Coors Field. So as, as kind of bad as the Rockies have been... They can score a ton of runs there, and the uh, the Cardinal pitching is not really a lock. So mm. that could go either way. And then the Cardinals are going to play the Cubs, who also want to, as we alluded to, want to maintain that lead for best record in the National League. So the way that the wild card standings look right now is very encouraging, but still a lot of work to be done. Absolutely. You know? there's, but that's uh, there's why another the Giants get pushed back even more now just with the series with the Dodgers. I feel like that gives the Mets even more leg up, you know? Yeah. And, and yes, there's... A lot of baseball still left. Maybe not a lot, but there's some. So 
I just think that whatever can happen now just gives us more motivation, more inspiration, and yeah. just keep going. Yeah, I think there's 13 more games, and you know you have to win the majority of them. Just now, you can hope that the Giants will lose. You can hope that the Cardinals right. will lose. But what's the one thing you can actually control, which is win? So you know. They're not going to run the table. They're not going to win all those games. But they're going to be a lot of winnable games in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Because as we look ahead to this week, they're at home against the Braves and then uh, Philly. So, so three games against the Braves and four against Philly. And tomorrow is Aaron Blair for the Braves with his like seven and a half ERA against Syndergaard. Uh, Julio Tehran, who has been amazing for the Braves in a lost season for the Braves. Hmm. Julio Tehran has definitely been a bright spot. So you, all you can do is hope that Gesellman keeps the Mets close and they can get to the bullpen. And then Cologne's going to go on Wednesday. There'll be those uh, those four against Philly. And then after that, it'll really be the home stretch. You know, we'll talk after those four games against Philly. But then they have three in Miami and three against Philly. And the Marlins... They showed a little fire today, but they've really fallen off the pace. Just a couple weeks ago, we were talking about there were all these teams in the mix for the wild card. Mm-hmm. The Pirates, who really did a nosedive, mostly because they got beat up by the Cubs and the Cardinals, and they're going to play them again. And uh, Miami just could not get out of their own way. And also, really, Miami's slide started in that four-game series against the Mets. So, you know, Good. again, the Mets doing what they needed <laughs> yes. to. So, look... It's it's a favorable schedule, but you know St. Louis's schedule is not that tough. The Giants have six games against the Dodgers, but their other games are all you know very winnable. So you you hope for help, like I said, but you just you have to win as many as you can. So I feel oddly optimistic that the Mets are going to play well in the next two weeks. Yes, and I usually don't say things like that because yeah, very suspicious or not suspicious but superstitious. Although I am also a little suspicious. <laughs> I'm a little suspicious when the Mets play well. I'm like, what happened? What? Totally. Yeah. Are they trying to lose and that's why they're winning? I don't know. <laughs> no, I kid. I kid. But uh, so I, I don't know. I hope that we have uh, some fun things to talk about next week. But before we go, I did already give away my player of the week. Mm-hmm. It had to be Grandy. And it might have been him before last night. It probably would have been somebody else. In fact, I actually know who it would have been. It would have been Rene Rivera because... In the game against the Nationals, he initiated two strike him out, throw him out, double plays. And I don't remember there being one in a game lately, and I really don't remember there being two right. for the Mets. I can't. I actually don't know. I meant to look up. See, if Melissa was here, she'd be like, she, oh, she'd have the well, stats. in 1987, oh, totally. you know, she'll have something. Yeah. So maybe we'll ask her next week when That's she's back. That's a good call. I definitely recognize him this, this week. Yeah, he was great. And, you know, it's sort of a weird thing for my player of the week to be, you know, somebody's defensive prowess, although he's been much better behind the plate than Darno has. And that's why Jarno's playing time has fallen off. But it had to be Granderson because he really propped them up last night and he won that game. You know, the rest of the team sure kept them in it. But uh, do you agree on Grandy or do you have somebody else in mind? I do. But this is why when you thought I was going to say something before, I didn't want to interrupt your train of thought. But I was really excited that you brought up Levins because yeah. he was my, if anything, runner-up for yeah, a, no, MVP and, and this week. It's important, like week. I said, for for him to be able to come out of the I bullpen. I recognize him fully yeah. and from Tuesday and especially today's today. Especially today. Like a four-out yeah. save is actually really hard to do because you get that intensity. You sit down and, you know, we've seen... We've seen uh, Familia do, you know, four and five out saves, mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't go well. The, you know, the best closers in history, 
or at least the the modern closers, not your three inning closers like you used to always get, but your traditional one inning, your Mariano Rivera's, your right. Trevor Hoffman, the multiple inning saves can really throw them off. So it was great. A guy who's not a closer got a four out save. I mean, he saved Familia. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> right on Tuesday, yeah. so he, he, yeah, he, <laughs> it was a big he deal. He closed it out for the closer. He did, yeah. and I thought that was awesome. Yeah. He, you know, he's a kid. He comes in, he steps up, and it was solid. Yeah. So uh, look, good week. It was a four and two week, which only a few weeks ago, that was the best week we'd ever had yep. on Metro 360. <laughs> so we got a little spoiled last week, but you know what? I was very happy with this four and two week. Um, when they know, said season high on Saturday, the 11 t- games over. It's like, are you now? Like, yeah. that's so funny. Well, I mean, they fell a game under. And, you know, at that point, I was just like, I can't believe I got to do this Mets show for the next six <laughs> weeks. And, you know, look, after who knows? I'll take after it. a week from tonight, who knows how I'll feel? Mm-hmm. But. You feel good. There's seven games, like we said, three against the Braves, four uh, against the Phillies. Mm -hmm. You should win both of those series. You know, you should easily take two out of three against the Braves. Tehran's going to be tough. And then, you know, you shouldn't split with Philly. You should actually win three out of four against Philly. So I'm saying five out of seven. That's what they need to do. We'll see what happens. There'll be a lot of, there's a lot of scoreboard watching. And as Keith Hernandez said, that it helps when the teams that you're chasing are on the West Coast because you you get your win out of the way and then you just sit back and watch. Right, right. And if you lose, then you're like, oh my god, I hope this one wins and that one loses. And you know, there's there's a lot more involved. So if you win, you get to relax and just see what everybody else does. Which that's what the Dodgers did last night. They they won early and they saw. So they're closing in on division title. Does not look like there will be a wild card game at Dodger Stadium, which. You know, I was a little hopeful for because that meant I could go. <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's in San Francisco, I'm probably not going to drive up there on a Wednesday. It's going to be bad tomorrow because I'm going with a, a San Francisco fan. Oh. So and I'm going to be rooting. Are you in the cheap them, seats? So. Uh, no, I, it was a birthday gift, so oh, okay. I, I bought some nice, nice seats for him. All right. Yeah. So that'll sweet. be good. Yeah. So that that'll be fun. Yeah. It'll it'll be good, and uh, you know we we can get your report. Yes. Uh, on next Sunday show. Keep tuned into Twitter. And speaking of next Sunday show, you know we'll be back here at the same same Mets time, same Mets channel. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at ABTV Mets. And as we mentioned, please uh, rate, comment on iTunes. That helps the show and. Watch us on YouTube. For Andrew Fasano, at Andy Fasano, mm-hmm. I'm Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. We will see you next week on Mets Wrap 360. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.